Welcome to the debut episode of Scout Trailblazers, a podcast that's going to deal with scout talent and creators and the great things that they create. And I can't think of a better person to start with than Seda Wolf, the creator of Soul Stream, which is coming out from Scoot, an imprint of Scout Comics, coming out in January. How are you doing, Seda? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. It's good to talk with you. I've I've had a chance to read some of the Soul Stream stuff, and I really like it. I The thing that everybody always is amazed about when I mention this or talk with people about it is you did this whole thing basically by yourself that, you know, not many people can do that. You got writers and you got artists, but you, you do the lettering, the coloring, you do the whole thing. Is, is that what you set out to do when you started this comic? Yeah. And, and first of all, let me say uh, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, when I, when I set out to make a comic, I, I was really hoping that I'd be able to improve some of my like my, my storytelling skills in general too. Um, and I've always loved telling stories in all different kinds of mediums. And I think comics, making comics just kind of made sense for the kind of uh, stories that I wanted to tell and the things that I wanted to accomplish. Okay. I, I, it'd be a, a good thing, I think, for us to get to know you a little bit better. And I read an interview I was telling you about, and I can never pronounce the name Tehachapi, I think it is, but yeah. there, was an, there was an article written about you. And there, there's a really interesting little story in there that I thought we would start off with. It says, when in eighth grade, Wolf won a contest creating a video game. She used her winnings to purchase an iPad and an Apple pen. It's been the best investment ever, said her mother, Joanne, with her father, Reagan, in agreement. With tools in hand, Sadie gave birth to her first comic, uh, which she calls Soul Stream. So talk about that experience, because you seem to know pretty early in your life what kinds of things you wanted to do. Eighth grade, eighth grade, I wasn't looking to buy an Apple, you know, iPad and stuff like that. Talk about that. What was your experience like at that point? Yeah, so so when I was pretty young, I really loved playing video games all the time. And when I was nine years old, I met Sean Velasco from Yacht Club Games, uh, which is the studio that made Shovel Knight, which was very successful recently. Um, and at that point, that was uh, about when I realized that I like it's possible to have a career in like an art-related industry. Like you can be a video game designer. Uh, so I decided that that was what I wanted to do. So. I started uh, like learning like pretty basic coding languages and just like making little games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when I was in middle school, I got a bit more serious about it. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I decided I wanted to make a video game, like a like a full like decent sized game that people could play that had like a full soundtrack and original art and a story that I could write and. So I, I started uh, like making some art and writing out plans for the game. And after, I think, about a year, I finished it. And I submitted it to the National STEM Video Game Challenge in 2017. And I, I actually won the, uh, the Open Platform Award, which I, I was not expecting that at all. And that was really huge for me because that was, that was one of the first times I had been recognized uh, for something art related that I had done, like something that I was really passionate about. And I think that really fueled a lot of my creative endeavors later on, too. Um, and then I so I decided to use the money to buy an iPad because I had uh, heard about it from 
one of my friends and it looked it looked really nice uh and it i i love my ipad so much it uh the the apple pencil works really well there's no lag with it i think it's a really great tool for creating digital art um and also around that time i started to realize that i liked making video games but there were a lot of other aspects about it that like I didn't have to necessarily be making video games, I realized, because making the gameplay and coding weren't actually things that I enjoyed that much, I realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized that I, I, was, I mostly just cared about the art and the story. And I realized that there's tons of other mediums that uh, could accomplish the same things I was interested in. Like you can, you can tell stories in so many other mediums that don't involve uh, game design and coding. So then I, I started experimenting in comics, and uh, then I, I eventually came up with Soulstream and started writing it, and here we are. Wow. I mean, when you started it, did you think that this was going to ever happen like this? No, I, I absolutely did not at all. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm so thankful that everything panned out the way it has, because I really never thought I would have an opportunity like this. It's really great, and I, and having read the the book, I, I I mean I'm impressed. I mean I, I I'm always picky about certain aspects of comics because I've been reading them a while, but your stuff really has this nice flow to it. The oh, character the characters are very you know you can tell one from the other. They they speak differently, so that it's not confusing. I had a friend of mine that every time he wrote a character, it sounded like him. <laughs> you know, he was talking to himself all the time throughout the whole thing, and I was going like, why can't you make people sound different but so you don't have you don't have that struggle thankfully i mean it just it flows so nicely and it's just a really interesting very uh i want to say a genuine feel to it all thank you it's it's just a great great book i I, you know i'm just going to be so thrilled when the general public gets to see this because it's going to be i think you're going to get a great reaction if you think you've gotten a reaction now just wait till the public (laughs) to see it i think you're going to be i i think you're going to have to uh, wear dark glasses and stuff like that. <laughs> i have a feeling because it's just kind of fun one more thing i wanted to well well two things really before we get to the comic i was really interested to read that you haven't read many comics yourself and here you are making them i mean do you think that was an advantage that you didn't because sometimes when you read something like that, it might color the way that you look at something. Did, was it better for you that you kind of struck out on your own and did things the way that you wanted to do it? Um, well, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think I definitely had kind of a different perspective going in uh, when I was making my comic just because I like the amount of comics that like especially the amount of like mainstream comics that I had read was pretty limited. Like I, I had read like a few like web comics here and there um but i hadn't i had never really been into like reading all of the the mainstream superhero comics like consistently like i know like a around like a several months before i started working on soulstream i had started to get into more of the superhero type stuff but yeah i think i, I think it's it's been interesting uh making this comic as someone who hasn't like been a huge comics fan for my entire life mostly because I take a lot of influences from other forms of media as well um cuz I've I I watch a lot of cartoons and I think uh the way I tell stories uh sometimes I I draw from uh like ways I've thing I've seen things executed in animation uh 
or or even just novels. I used to read a lot of novels when I was uh, very young. I'm sure that influenced it in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but now I, I I really do love reading comics just because like like I feel like when I'm reading a good comic, my brain just fills up with all these ideas for like panel layouts and like ways to to execute different story points. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It's interesting because I knew a guy that used to make a living writing novels about TV shows like uh, Farscape or one of those. And the thing, he couldn't watch the show really because he was always, he's writing down ideas. I could do a novel on that. Oh, there's something I could write a novel on. You know, and so he was always, he used to say he kind of missed being able to watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of, uh, hopefully you can kind of at some point just dive in and still enjoy the comic. And not necessarily look at it and say, "Oh, I should do that," or "I that that's something that I can just enjoy the story." Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's a great thing to do. I one more thing I want to talk about was the before we get to the book is the Ashcan has a you did this beautiful back page about you, which was there's a couple of fun things on there that I that made me smile. And I wanted to talk with you briefly about it before we get to the book. There's there you know talk about a video game background. You have your little card that tells <laughs> what you do i mean what your strengths are i got a huge kick out of attack has one star <laughs> you're not much at attacking so that that's a good thing i think that de- defense is three stars out of five but the one that's the, the biggest is magic magic is all five stars and i thought that that's a, appropriate for a creator i thought that was a really cool way to, to describe <laughs> that so that was pretty cool yeah thank you yeah i really enjoyed doing all the little stat breakdowns for cuz um cuz i know on another one of the ashcan pages i have the little character profiles that i made of my characters and they also have uh the little stat breakdowns um and so I I figured I would do one of those for myself too. But but yeah, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. Very cool, very cool. I, I, this one other thing about the art, and I got I I got a huge kick out of whenever you're on that back page. There's little stars around your head, <laughs> and I, I th- is, that, is that creativity? You're trying to say there's creation going on, and that's what all that those sparkles and things are. Is, is to show how creative a person you want to be? Yeah, I suppose so. And I also just really like drawing little sparkles around myself for some reason. <laughs> but yeah. There you I go. That's the, the creative energy like uh, flowing or something. I got to see that there are anime influences in your stuff that I feel I, if you're what like teen Titans go or something like that, you'll, the, you know, their faces get huge or things are going oh, sparkling yeah. around them and stuff like that. And so I see a little of that, although you're not necessarily doing exactly that, but I, I get a huge kick out of, I think I, I always judge comics by two things, by expressions and also by action sequences. And I thought particularly your expressions are very, you know, they're not necessarily ornate, you know, very too involved, but they're very expressive. I think that you really get a sense of what the person is thinking and feeling the way that you draw the faces. I think that that, that is just a massively great thing that you do is is the, are the facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for that. I I always try really hard with my facial expressions to really consider like how a character would react in different circumstances and especially with um all the all the acting I've done. I cuz I really think that drawing expressions for characters it's it's like acting cuz you need to make sure that they're reacting in appropriate ways. 
Um, and I, I like having different characters have different reactions to the same situations sometimes too, which I think gives them a little bit of extra character, especially because uh, with with the, this comic, um, like I, I don't have an infinite number of pages to develop my characters in because otherwise I would not be able to handle making that many pages basically. Um, I, but anyway, I think that since like, I don't have like the infinite ability to create, make this comic as like, like make it way longer and have more development because I could not handle that workload. Um, I think that character expressions are a great way to develop characters. Like just within the, uh, like the amount of panels that I have available and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's great. And the other thing too, by the way, I did want to say I enjoy the the action sequences and the movement. It's all very natural. And, you know, some books I read and I just look at the figures and I go, ah, the body doesn't do that. But (laughs) your stuff is always very, very real feeling to me. And I really like that. And the way that things happen. I like the one time when uh, um, Marie has got, she's starting to cry and the tears are sort of rolling sideways out of her eyes. I thought, oh, when I saw that. All those whole things are very, very good. And uh, okay, now that we've gotten to know you a little bit, I think it's a good idea to jump into Soulstream. If somebody had not heard of Soulstream before, how would you describe that book to them? Um, well, I think Soulstream, it's, it's, it's a story about um, a group of teenage superheroes, uh, but it has a lot of fantasy elements in it, like the like kind of like all the magical quests and stuff like that, um, and a lot of magic elements too. And I think it also has a lot of uh, influences from the whole magical girl genre of anime. I think that has it has like a little bit of like a like a little magical girl flair in it. I think, yeah, I'm very proud of it. I really hope that people will enjoy it. Well, I think they will. And I think one of the things that people are going to really enjoy is is the fact that you have a very strong female lead, which oh, yeah. I, yeah, I love I, that so much. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing of it is, as I feel, is that comics have largely explored men as leads for decades. I mean, we have seen men as uh, scoundrels, as scientists, as, you know, the whole gamut. But I've always felt that women have not yet been explored the way that they should. And I think your book is one of those great books that is starting to move that dial, if you want to say it, towards uh, expressing women and showing us in girls and women that they're not necessarily all Lois Lane, you know. And I, I like that about the, the, the book. And I, I, I think that if somebody wants to know how do you portray a girl in a realistic way, I think they should look at Soulstream, to be honest. Well, thank, thank you so much for that. Yeah, I, female representation in comics is, is really important to me. So that, that makes me really happy that you said that. So it's just great. I, I am so anxious to see what, what Marie's up to next because I just think all kinds of wonderful things are going to happen. And I, I'm fascinated, too. I always ask creators, where do your characters come from? Are they uh, – do they come out of your imagination? Are they patterned after people? And I've seen some interviews where they asked you if Marie is based on you. And you said basically that parts maybe, but not it's not a total representation of you. Do you want to elaborate a little more on that? Yeah. So I think that all the characters that I've made have like some some little piece of 
either my personality or just things I've experienced or even just like some of my characters are just uh, like they they embody like different character types that I really enjoy reading about in other pieces of media or just like characters that I really enjoy writing. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Marie, the main character, she she does take a lot of personality aspects from me. Um, and of course, as I as I wrote as I was writing Soulstream, uh, she definitely did start to branch out and become like her own person. Um, and I think she's quite different from me now, actually. But mm. a lot of her experiences and the character arc that she has is is definitely a lot of it is influenced by my own experiences and just emotions I've had. And yeah, and I think all the characters, there's just, there's a piece of me in every one of the characters that I've made. Um, and that's why I think uh, making this story is uh, like, it's, it's so personal to me. I, I'm really happy. Um, I'm really excited for people to be able to meet all of these characters actually, because I, I think that people will, people will like them. Well, I, it, they're very real. That's the thing that I, cause sometimes I know this is going to be way before your time, but there was the, when the justice league first came out, they were, they, they didn't have a lot of difference between them there. They all had, it was their abilities that, that differentiated them instead of personalities and stuff like that. And I think that today, thankfully, that is a very different circumstance because we need to have people we get to know and people we, we, we like and things like that. And I just think that, see, your books do a great job on that. I like the brother. I, I really do. You know, I, I, in some ways I relate to him because that's kind of the way I am. I, you know, I, it's interesting to me. I, I was really happy that, that uh, Marie was not necessarily the explorer that the brother actually was and that she came along for that, but she ended up taking the lead at, at one point, which I liked. And more than that, I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil the book. <laughs> but there are – I really like the way that you did that with the characters. They're making the brother the one who kind of gets them in trouble shall we say and then she's the one that kind of has to move things forward from that and, and see that that's very real i mean the families that i've known that's exactly how things go though there's not one person that does everything there are different kinds of characters and i really thought that that was a real family that you were showing and the guy i'd like to see more of that to be honest oh yeah yeah thank you yeah i i think that marcus uh i i really enjoy writing for marcus um, he, he was originally, he was based on personality traits that both my dad and my brother have, but as I wrote him, he started to become, and, and like I said with Marie, he started to become his own person. But really for Marcus, uh, once I started writing the script for issue one, like be before I wrote issue one, I had a very different idea of who Marcus was, but like now he's, he's become a very different person. Um, and I, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for people to be able to see um like how his character arc progresses throughout all of Soulstream. It's going to be interesting because on the back of the Ashcan there's a you have like a, a well, one thing I have to quote this is Soulstream is the story that I've always wanted to read. I thought that was a great sentence because you know a lot of times creators write what they would like to see and I think that this that that makes this book sparkle 
on many levels because it's a story of imagination and a story of adventure and all those things I think we could use a lot more of in comics. So I think that's really great. I love the fact that you showed a couple of characters that are going to be coming along the way. You kind of teased us a little bit by showing these two female characters as well as who, one of the people who's going, who's going to be an adversary. Do you want to talk a little bit about, I don't want to spoil stuff. I'd rather be teased. Do you want to talk a little bit about what can ex- we can might expect from these characters when Soulstream number one comes out? Yeah. So I'm uh, the, uh, the characters on the back of the ash can. Um, yeah. Uh, one of those characters will appear in the full issue one. Um, uh, but the other two don't actually appear that you won't see them until the trade paperback comes out, which I'm, I'm really excited uh, because I, f- I feel like issue one, issue one is really special to me because it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, cause it's, you know, it's the, it's the first issue. It introduces the characters. It starts off the plot. Um, and I'm really very happy with how it ended up turning out, um, now that it's finished. Uh, but I'm really excited for people to see the trade paperback because, um, these new characters that I'm introducing, I, I I really think that people are going to enjoy them because uh, they I think they really add a lot uh, to to the team that Mar- Murray is going to be part of, um, and and Soulstream is very it's a very character focused book I feel like, um, and I I'm really yeah I'm I'm really excited for people to meet them. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to ask as far as Soulstream's like costume and appearance. It's you know, even the name is not super heroic. You know, we, we don't. It, it would be like Soul Girl if it was in, in a regular comic. <laughs> but you you chose a name that was creative and different, and I, and I think her costume is the same thing. When people get to look at it, she doesn't have like a big cape. She doesn't have the you know. She, she's got a little bit of a mask, but you know, it's not a that much. And she actually has like a a, a ribbon in her hair which I thought was kind of cute. And it was very, very feminine, which, you know, superhero comics don't necessarily follow either. So I really love the look of her. And of course, this is the other muscles as opposed to the writing. When you were designing her, did you have something in mind as far as like what she would look like and what her name would be? Did you want to go someplace different than say the mainstream comics go? Um. Well, I, I really, I did want my characters to have kind of a different, a different visual vibe than most superhero media, um, especially because I feel like Soulstream, the aesthetics of it are very different from uh, from most things that I've seen. Um, and yeah, I, I, w- I really wanted her costume to be something that uh, that like she would feel comfortable wearing. I think like I, I wanted the costume designs in my comic to just th- to feel like things that the characters themselves would have um, like would have wanted to wear or would have like just thought they looked kind of cool in or something. Yeah. And- that's, that's great. <laughs> so yeah. it, um, I, I'm fascinated by that because, you know, there was for a little while Batgirl had changed her costume and they used materials that were available to people to her to create the costume. And it was, ah, it was molten lava for a while. But then, you know, I think people started making them and it wasn't quite as, as fun as, as it was to read the comic and stuff. So I, I think that changed, but I think you're the look of her. You're right. It doesn't, you know, not, it's not tights. 
making me uncomfortable when I, I look at it. And it feels more, again, that, that natural feel that I really like is, is great for, and all the costumes I think of that way. I think they're all very much more what real people would wear rather than, you know, uh, uh, spandex and stuff like that. So I think the, the visuals of Soulstream work just as well as the story. And I, I think it's going to be a big hit when it comes out. I really do. Cause I think that you're meeting a need as far as uh, something fresh and original. And I think that Soulstream is going to be one of those books. I think people are going to really pay attention to. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So it's, it's just a great thing. So this book is going to come out in January. I wanted to make sure the diamond order code for those people want to make sure you get it at your local store. And right now is the time to go to your local shop and tell them you want soul stream. The diamond order code is N O V because it's the month of November. We're doing it two Oh one five one zero. And you want to make sure, and you can tell them soul stream. I'm sure they, they'd be able to find it, but sometimes if you have the exact order number it makes it a little easier to get the comics that you want frank because not everybody who runs a comic store is is energetic shall we say and sometimes we have to make sure that they get it and so i think that's great but soul stream is is coming out it's going to be the the one of the initial books under the scoot lineup and that's for young readers and i think this is going to be one of those books that's going to put scoot on really solid ground because this is going to be a book that like i said i i'm just convinced it's going to get attention and it's i think it's going to be a storytelling uh don't be surprised if people kind of look to your book for inspiration on how to do things i think it's going to be great yeah thank you i think it's gonna be great fun so as, as now, as you're getting, you're a senior now. As things, yes. you were, you're 16, I think, right now. If I'm, if I understand it correctly, and you were 15 when you started this book. Yes, that, so, yeah, that's right. That, that's that's you know. You, do you know how amazing that is? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine when I was 15 doing this. So, so I just, I, I just think that, I think you're going to be an inspiration to you. Uh, both, you know, female readers, younger female readers in particular, I think, people who want to do that. And I think that this is going to open doors for people. And I think it's such a great thing. Now, as far as your future goes, I, I've read several times where they've, they've asked you about that. And, you know, it would be natural for you to go on and do more comics and stuff. But you're at that stage of life where college beckons. Uh, have have you kind of made a decision yet, or is, you don't have to do it now? I imagine, but uh, what are you leaning at right now? And of course, you have you're completely free to change your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now, I think I'm just going to I'm going to take a gap year next year and just work on more comic stuff. Um, and then I think after that, I'd like to go to a four year college. Um, I don't know what college yet. Or what necessary? I don't know the specifics of what exactly I'd like to do. I'd like to do something with either like an animation degree or some kind of liberal arts degree or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, college. Wow. I, I yeah, I know. When you're 16, that seems like that's worlds away, but it's it's coming in a hurry. So you know, I, I know wherever you go, good things are going to happen because this, this kind of creativity just is. Uh, I, I think teachers are going to enjoy it. I'm going to they're going to probably guide you into places you may not have gone yet, 
And I just think that you have a, a bright future in front of you. And I think that Soul Stream is going to be one of those great books that I think 2021 is going to be remembered for. So I just, I'm so glad that you have put this together. And, and, and I, when you're designing like this, it's, it's difficult because, you know, you're by yourself and you're not sure people are going to like it. But then when it gets out there, I just think that this is going to be something that people are really going to enjoy. And there might even be a Soul Stream cartoon <laughs> in our future or something like that. That, I would, just, be, that would be incredible. <laughs> see, the great thing is you could actually manage uh, animation and stuff like that. That's oh, yeah, the, that, that would, that, that's the dream, right? <laughs> you got the whole package. It's just great. Again, it's Soul Stream, and that's all one word. You go to Scout Comics, the Scout Comics website, and go to the store, and you can order it there, and they'll be glad to, to get it to you. And if you want to order it at Diamond, it's NOV, like November, 201510. And I, I tell you, Sada, I just – I'm. I am so looking forward to what you're going to – in fact, I wanted to end up on a quote – from Brendan Deneen of Scout. I thought it was just really great. He talks about uh, when it happens, when you open up a book and you fall in love with it, it's a pretty great feeling. And he says, case in point, Soul Stream by Sado Wolf. It's a superhero comic with a female protagonist. It's stylized and cool. It feels fresh and original. And I think that's a great summary for Soul Stream. I just know you have other ideas in there too that hopefully we'll get to see. I, I, I can't imagine SoulStream is all, uh, the only thing you have, but I just have to say I'm so glad that you, you know, got this book together and made it happen. And I think you have a bright future in front of you and I cannot wait to see. I think Sado Wolf's going to be a name. I'm going to be buying comics. When I see that name on the book, I'm going to be buying it. So keep up the wonderful stuff. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> 